is Phil. I'm calling from Phoenix. I just wanted to say for advice on marriage, compromise. It's all about being able to compromise with each other. Thank you. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> hey, Dr. Randy here, Intentional Living. Talking marriage today. One thing marriage, one thing that's working, one thing that helps. Uh, welcome to our center. Jennifer's here. Andrew just walked in. Hey, Andrew. Andrew's kind of like the uh, tech guru, the geek of all geeks around here. He makes sure everything works as it's supposed to. So either he's here to make sure everything works or he doesn't trust me with the equipment. I'm not sure. Steven, our producer's taking your calls. Gino's on Facebook there. Hey, welcome to Facebook, friends. Uh, we're talking marriage. We're live. 888-888-1717 is my number. 888-888-1717. Serious business, though. Marriages are important. When we see 40 or 50% of marriages tanking, going south, and then many other marriages struggling, we know that. Hey, listen, I've been around a long time. Talked to a lot of people. Counseled with couples. Uh, conferences and all the things that we've done, we know we know that it can be a real challenge. And so what we do, we're a community of people uh, that believe that God has a better plan for life than mediocrity and getting by and lots of regrets. And so from day, time to time, we just say, hey, we're going to open up the phone lines and let the wisdom of those of you who've been down the trail uh, kind of flow through the radio here. So the phone line is open with this question. What is one thing that helps you in your marriage? One thing you'd pass along to someone coming up behind you, a younger couple. One thing that's helped you. What is it? 888 is my number. And uh, Bill, I think, was right on. Compromise. Now, that doesn't mean, shouldn't mean, that you compromise your values or your beliefs. And, you know, things that are important to you, you have to hold on to. It doesn't mean you have to be contentious or fighting or arguing about those things. Or things that sometimes, let's face it, just don't matter all that much. And what's more important is the unity that can occur in the relationship between a husband and wife in marriage. Life is short. Uh, come and join us again, 888-888-1717. Fred, Fred, Fred from Arizona. Welcome to the program, my friend. Hi, Dr. Randy. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, sir. What, have you, what do you think about one thing? So I, uh, I have a shop that I'm working in, and I listen to you a lot while I'm working. And last month, when you had the 30 days, um, I heard quite a few of those. And so I started thinking about what it is that causes issues between my wife and I. Um, and a lot of it is that she wants my time. Um, she wants to spend time with me doing things. And those things don't have to be things I necessarily enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. But I've made it the practice of each morning asking her, what thing is there today that you want us to do together? And it could be anything from going to dinner to working in her garden and pulling weeds or cleaning the pool or just whatever. But it's something that she gets to decide what it is we're going to get to do together that day. Mm. You know, something it just made a tremendous difference in our attitude to one another. And, um, you know, our love is just more evident. Mm. You know, what you're really doing there is you're uh, putting your wife first, her needs. You know, the scripture tells us in Philippians, think not only of your own interests, but also the interest of others. 
Um, when we enter into a relationship in marriage from the attitude of service, as opposed to being serviced, um, there's, there's a growing part of the relationship. This thing of 50-50 marriages is nonsense. Because there's no way you're going to cut that thing 50-50 in life. And a lot of times it's going to be 80-20. Sometimes it'll be 100-0. Illness, sickness, challenges, whatever. Now, I know sustained over a long period of time, that's really difficult. That's why the commitment that we make at marriage is so important. So, what's one thing, one thing that's helped you in your marriage? Join us, 888 1717. Julie, you are next uh, from New Mexico. What uh, What's your one thing? For us, at least recently, it's been giving each other grace. Um, my husband is really good about that and has modeled out our whole marriage, but I've kind of taken a little bit longer to get there, and so it really helps me to remember that I want, I, I really appreciate it when he, when he gives me grace about stuff, you know, when I mess up or when I'm not treating him well, and so I should kind of treat him the same way and be reciprocal with that, um, that God is not condemning of us and gives us grace, and so just keep that in mind when we're bothered with each other. Like I said, we kind of go back and forth with whoever of us is giving the other one grace. Well, grace is uh, what God gives to us, and certainly as we give it to each other in marriage, uh, that that's closeness. So it's something it sounds like you've learned or developed over the years. Yeah, God's definitely been teaching me that a lot lately. And like I said, my husband's been a really good Christ-like model of that for our whole marriage. Um, well, you know, sometimes uh, uh, we we learn, Julie, not only what to do, like grace, but we learn what not to do, which is selfishness or whatever. And uh, I think that that certainly is part of it as well. Not only what one thing works, but one thing that doesn't. Uh, come and be a part of the community today at Intentional Living, 888-888-1717. John, how are you today there in Michigan? I'm actually doing all right. How are you, Dr. Andy? Good. Doing well. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Um, tell me, what's something you've learned yeah, about I, marriage? Um, I definitely, the one thing that I've I've realized over the years is to be more harmonious with my significant other. Um, it has helped me uh, a long ways. Um, I kind of use bone thugs and harmony for a, for a, a metaphor, but um, I definitely think that being harmonious in your relationship and being able to put yourself in your significant other's shoes and realizing that you, you both aren't the same. And mm-hmm. So what do you do when there's a disagreement me. in your marriage uh, uh, and there's a potential for a lack of harmony? What do you do? Um, lately I've been, I've been able to exercise breathing techniques and go straight to the word. Okay. Um, I found uh, that he's been answering a lot of my, my questions right in that, that good book. So, so you pick your, you pick your battles very carefully. Nowadays I do. Um, in the past I didn't, I, 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 uh, actually I, I rushed into them in a whole wrong way and I, I'm learning that that wasn't the mm-hmm. right way, so I'm trying to do things the righteous way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a smart way, too, because uh, the Bible, in all of its wisdom, and by the way, it's just pure wisdom for us. It says, be slow to speak and swift to listen. Swift to listen means I'm going to listen twice as much as I do speak. And, of course, you probably heard over the years, God in his wisdom gave us two ears and one mouth. <laughs> and so there's some practical wisdom there. Good, good, good idea. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. From Michigan today, 
Uh, the lines are busy. We're joining. You're joining in to share with us one thing that's worked in your marriage, one thing that helps you in your marriage, or maybe slip in one thing that doesn't work. Just to warn the guy coming up or the lady coming up behind you. It's interesting, guys, so much, uh, so um, so far, uh, joining in. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. Let's take a break, Jennifer. We'll be back. More calls. More one things to help you make your marriage better. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. The words we choose are important. Jesus' words speak to the essence of who He is, as our words are a reflection of who we are. So what do the words we choose to live by every day say about us? In Dr. Randy's teaching, Words Are Transformational, you'll learn to choose a word for the year that will define who you are and how you'll live. When you come up with a word for the year, you can remember it. You come up with a mission statement of seven or eight words, maybe you can remember it. You come up with a whole paragraph, it's gone. As a new year starts, support Intentional Living with a New Year's gift of $50 or more. When you give, we'll send you the teaching and we'll throw in the Growth with Gratitude journal that will help you build gratefulness to God and others into your everyday life. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other Intentional Living tools each month. To receive this month's teaching and make your gift for the new year, call 888-888-1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. And I hope you do that. You know, this uh, journal, Grow with Gratitude, was uh, put together by our Intentional Living family here, our team, our staff. And there's about 120 pages or about a, about four months worth of daily journaling on uh, three things you're grateful for every day, what your prayers for the day, and some affirmations to encourage you as you declare for each day living intentionally. It's beautiful. Team did a great job. And again, it's going to those of you who can help us uh, because we're listener supported. Thank you for your support, being a part of Intentional Living. And then the monthly teaching this month on the power of one word for 2023 Next month, it's going to be on intentional living when you're sick and tired, when you're literally sick and tired. Maybe you're chronically ill. You know someone who's just overwhelmed. Uh, you don't know how to, you can keep going. Intentional living is going to give you a powerful lesson from the Apostle Paul uh, from Scripture that will be life transforming next month for our intentional living community. So watch for that coming to you on email, video, and audio next month. Uh, if you're not a part of the team, as uh, Kurt mentioned, you can go to theintentionallife.com always, 24 hours a day, theintentionallife.com, or during our West Coast business hours, you're welcome to call our number here, 888 and when Kurt answers the phone, there's going to be a prompt, prompt one to talk to me on the air, love to talk to you, prompt two, uh, you can talk to our staff and join and be a part of the family today. We'll get this material to you. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. We're talking about one thing for marriage. Rufus is in Michigan. Hey, Rufus, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How are you today? Good. What's your one thing for marriage? The one thing for marriage that I have found is so important is for us to get up in the morning and pray over our spouse, mm. uh, to lift them up to the Lord and put them in their His hands. What does that do to, for you when you do that? 
what that does for me is that and I, I'm placing her first and I'm, I'm presenting her to the Lord to do his will in her life as well as in mine. So it changes your attitude, your, your view for the day. Exactly. That's exactly what it does. It changes my attitude and it puts it in, in a mode of loving her and putting her mm. where God puts me puts yeah. his, in his presence. It's hard to be praying for someone and be ticked off at them at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that true? That is so true. And that, that is the reason that I have found that it is such a blessing to lift them up. You know, nothing can interrupt that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Great reminder. I hope some other guy or lady around the country or listening around the world says, you know, I could do that. Maybe that's something you're comfortable with and doing. It's not been something you've historically done, but you're going to start it now and for the next 30 days. There's one thing could change your life. Thank you, Rufus. Appreciate your input. My friend, let's go to Abigail in Arizona. Hey there, Abigail. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Terrific. Good. How long have you been married? I've been married for 10 years this past November. All right. Share your wisdom. What have you learned? <laughs> uh, what I've learned is it's important to be uh, remember who you're accountable to. Mm. Um yeah, just remember who you're accountable to. I uh, I grew up in a Christian family, and at some point my parents split, and my dad tried to tell me and explain to me, this is what happened, This, you know, and I was like, Daddy, what happened between you and Mama is between you, Mama, and the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not my business. And so when I think about, you know, matter, no matter who I, if we, as, as humans, we want to talk to everybody, this is what's going on. And I'm having a hard time with this, whatever, whether it's a big struggle or a little struggle, you know? Yeah. So and keeping no, it, keeping it where it belongs with the, with the people in this case, God and your husband, the ones that can make the mm-hmm, biggest mm-hmm. difference in influencing the outcome. Absolutely. I'm accountable to the Lord and I'm accountable to my husband. And for me to, to share and spread that all over, if I'm if I'm having a rough time or if he's having a rough time, even if it's something small, yeah. you're you're seeding, you're seeding. Um, what's the word? Whispering dissension. Whispering yeah. causes dissension. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You're you're gossiping about somebody that that that's not. No, it's mm-hmm. only between you, that other person, and the Lord. And the Lord is what keeps me accountable to that. I have to remember that. I cannot follow what my flesh would want to do. Mm-hmm. Good Your wisdom. flesh naturally wants to take solace in other people. Oh, absolutely. Call a friend. I oh, you got to hear about my lousy husband, you know? I mean, that's uh, yeah, that that's, goes on a lot, doesn't that's it? That's not good. No. It's not helpful. No, and it's not it's not a proper portrayal of 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 him, of me, of our marriage or of my relationship with my mm-hmm. savior. So, I mean, I, I if I'm following the Lord, I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So, that's good. And good. that's really what it is. Good advice, Abigail. I'm sure some people are going, ouch, because they, they struggle with that, and you gave them some wisdom. Thank you, Abigail. God bless you there in Arizona, okay? God bless you. Um, bye-bye. Not gossiping. You know, I was thinking of, of Ecclesiastes 4. It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their work, and um, three strands are not easily broken, it says. And when you think, well, what are three strands? Well, like Abigail just said, in a marriage, about yourself, your spouse, and of course God that holds that all together. Very powerful. All right, you're welcome to join in. One thing that's helped you in your marriage, one thing you've learned, you want to share. Maybe you've been down the road a little bit <laughs> and uh, want to be a part of this. Abigail, or that was Abigail. Now here's Winsome in uh, Missouri. How are you today? 
I'm doing good. How are you? Terrific. What's your one thing? To remember that marriage is a ministry. What does that mean to you? Ministry isn't always pretty. And ministry is absolutely not always easy or what our flesh wants to do. But that is what we committed to do when we said our vows. We committed to love each other no matter what. Mm. And so once you stick into that ministry, once you stuck into that marriage or decided to be in that marriage, you have to remember whether it's up or down, you're in there. And when one person needs help, you're there to encourage them. That is so contrary. ministry brings out the ugliness of us, well, it shows us ourselves. Let me not say the ugliness. It shows us ourselves, and we may not like it, but it's to show us ourselves that we can become better. Yeah, I agree. It's it's so contrary to what our culture teaches today. If you're not Absolutely. happy, not change, you may change or improve or work on it to get out, do something else, be somewhere else, yeah. be some somebody else. Um and I think that's part of what we see with marriage today. Instead of people going in knowing that you got two imperfect people trying to make this relationship work um, and really working at it, getting, getting uh, advice, getting counsel, learning, um, that, that's, that's really important, important stuff. All right. Sounds like you're in a windstorm there, Winsome. Oh, I'm driving. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. All right. We'll let you get back to driving. Thank you for your call from Missouri. God bless you. You as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, hey, speaking of marriage, I have a couple uh, intentional love date nights coming up, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of it. Michigan. If you're in Michigan, I'm going to be coming your way, and we have some date nights coming up in uh, April. April. We're going to be in, uh, I'm going to be in our team in Jackson. Jackson, Michigan. Uh, Thursday night the 20th. And then on um, Friday night, I think I got it right, 21st of April, in Mount Pleasant. So Jackson and Mount Pleasant. Um, And I'll tell you what, I'm excited about this. Haven't been out doing conferences in a while because of all the sickness and COVID and all that kind of thing. We're back at it. Looking forward to a date night, a couple of hours, two, two and a half hours. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm going to be teaching some things that we can't get to on the air Uh, more personal stories, and helping you. Here's the deal. When you leave that night, you're going to be empowered with one thing for 30 days that could make a huge positive impact in your marriage. This is a night for you to bring other couples, ministry night, bring your spouse, of course, uh, maybe some Sunday school classes, marriage groups. We've got limited seating at these events uh, because of the venues, but we're looking forward to being there again coming up in uh, mid-April. Now, we don't. I don't think the uh, sign-up is up yet for the tickets. They will be. So uh, right now, can you just circle the dates, and we'll give you the no, uh, the notice when when you can get the tickets. Uh, April 20, 21, Thursday night, Friday night, Jackson, Mount Pleasant in Michigan. Going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Um, we're talking about marriage today. I'll tell you what. We need to take a break, don't we? Let's take a break, Jennifer. We'll be back. You're welcome to join in because we're going to stay here after this half hour and uh, record another Intentional Living show where I want to hear more great wisdom from you guys and ladies on one thing that you're doing for your marriage 
Uh, you can call 888-888-1717. Here are five vital signs to an intentional life. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. We teach about faith as foundation number one, and then family, work, finances, and health. It says in Proverbs 7 that we are to be diligent to know the state of our flocks <laughs> because riches do not last forever. Now, most of us don't have flocks, some do, but most don't today. We may have cars and houses and jobs and investments, but we're reminded that we're to be diligent about the things that God has given us, and that includes our family and our work and our finances and our health. So conducting a regular check on those five vital signs will improve your life. I encourage you to do that on a regular basis. It'll lower stress, help you plan for tomorrow. That's Intentional Living. To get our daily video, sign up at theintentionallife.com slash minute. And I know... Scientist Andrew Newberg writes that a single word has the power to influence the expression of our genes, our genetic makeup, and actually to regulate physical and emotional stress. There's power in our words. You think about the words that we speak or the words that are spoken to us, how they impact us emotionally and relationally. And uh, we're in the ministry of words here at Intentional Living and through our radio ministry and our online ministry and our podcast. We're in the ministry of words. Think about the words in your life today that mean something, words that have been spoken to you and the importance of the power of words to influence your life. One word for 2023, what would it be? We're talking health here at Intentional Living and not only physical health, but uh, health in the areas that matter, all these five essential areas of life. It's going to be a really practical year. In fact, coming up, Next month, um, I'm going to be starting by talking about where does intentional living fit in when you're just sick and tired, literally sick and tired, you're weary, you're overwhelmed, you might have a chronic illness, you might be discouraged, might be depressed. Um, If you're on top of the hill, here's what I've learned, when you're on top of the mountain and everything is going really, really well, sometimes uh, God's voice gets a little quieter. Well, it doesn't, but it, as far as you picking it up, it does. It's like you're turning the volume down on the on the earplug there, ear, earbud. And so what we want to do is focus on those of you who are struggling right now. And next month, it's going to be a lesson right from Scripture, very practical, five things that the Apostle Paul teaches us from his own life that he was teaching others that can help you through intentional living when you're just, frankly, are sick and tired. Um, maybe it's in your marriage, maybe it's your personal life, maybe it's physically or emotionally. That's coming up next month. So those of you who are part of Intentional Living, we're glad to have you part of the family. Thank you for your support. If you missed out on this, I hope you'll come and join us. Come and join the journey. Go to theintentionallife.com. Click on the donate button, or you can call our number here, 888-888-1717. We have it hooked up now, so you can press number 2, And when you do, you can talk to our staff during West Coast business hours. They're really busy, but they want to talk to you. So you can call again, 888-888-1717. One thing for marriage, Martha in Michigan, how are you you doing today? Hey, Randy, I'm great. Um, I've been married 46 years, and Mm -hmm. my husband and I always pray together in the evening, Mm -hmm. and we never go to bed angry. Never? Never. 
So what do you do when you're feeling a little frustrated with your husband? We talk it out. Even if it's still two in the morning, we talk it out. We never uh-huh. go to bed till we're till we've finished our discussion and we're not angry anymore. All and right. then we pray again. So you, you, you do get, I mean, you guys do have moments when you're a little frustrated with each other. You just have learned the strategy is to make sure you talk it through, resolve it the best you can, put it behind you so you follow that scripture of not letting the sun go down on your wrath. Right, because you're just going to wake up more angry in the morning if you don't. Yeah, amen to that. And so 46 <laughs> years, uh, talk it out, don't go to bed angry. Right. It's not not healthy, that's for sure. All right. Thank you, Martha. Appreciate your call from Michigan today. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Yeah, you, you, know, you know, it's uh, what's interesting is some people, maybe in your marriage, some people can go to bed angry and, and seem to sleep better than the other person. You know what I'm saying? Some people just can deal with that. Um, maybe it's the way they were raised or whatever, but listen, what be sensitive to your spouse, especially. And it may not be something that's a big deal to you because you just kind of, you know, blow it off and life goes on. We'll work it through tomorrow. But maybe for your spouse, that is a bigger deal. And that's why God tells us, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. There's something that affects us at the deep level of our relationships, including in marriage. You know, today we've heard from people from Michigan, Arizona, Missouri, Um, all across the country who have said, hey, here's one thing, learning to live in harmony, praying with my mate, learning to be accountable to God and to my spouse, seeing marriage as a ministry, praying together morning and night, and not going to bed without uh, resolving issues. I would ask the question of you, what one thing has helped you in your marriage? You want to have a ministry to someone, maybe to thousands? Give me a call right now because I'm going to sit right here and we're going to just talk for the next half hour. Put these down and record them and share them later in the week on an upcoming program. What one thing has helped you in your marriage to keep your marriage strong, growing together, more intimate? Give us a call, 888-888-1717. And by the way, when you do, you'll learn information on how you can receive free of charge from the ministry as a thank you The Power of One Thing, a 30-day devotional. And uh, when you call, you'll learn how to do that. It's free online. We'll mail it to you. Uh, Just to say thanks for your time and effort for being a part of the show. So again, just call 888-888-1717. I want to thank you for allowing us to bring intentional living into your home and into the lives of people around the world. We live in a very confused, struggling difficult time. Now more than ever, we have a choice. We can either live an intentional life in Christ, or we can live in, frankly, a good intentioned life. I think most of us have good intentions. We want to have a better marriage. We want to have better health. We want to have a better handle on our finances or our work. We get started, we get discouraged, we procrastinate, we get overwhelmed, and then we go back and do the same old thing all over again. And intentional living brings it back down to what are the things that we can do every day that will make the biggest difference in your life. That's our teaching from our monthly lessons to our conferences and everything that we do. So if you're not a part of intentional living, I hope you'll join us. It's a great journey, life-changing, theintentionallife.com. All right, 
We'll see you tomorrow with more Intentional Living as we we focus on something that will be very helpful for you from the Intentional Living Center. We'll see you then.